Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. If you've never been an Audible customer and want to see what they offer, just go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title for free, and start listening. It's that easy. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And with this free 30-day trial, you'll have your pick of it all. You can hear books of all genres, narrated by Jim Dale, Stephen Fry, Will Patton, Alex Hyde-White, Jeff Brick, Neil Shaw, William Demerit, and even a few by me, George Soroy. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and start your own 30-day journey with Audible today. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. Is there a burning desire within to share your creativity with the rest of the world? Do you insist on pursuing your passion by any means necessary? Then you are on an Excelsior journey, and you are not alone. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. My name is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here. One of the things that I am always in awe of is the way a lot of authors can create a whole lot of content in a short amount of time. Um, having gone through five years on and off, working on Ever Upward, working you know, like going from September of 2011 to just this past August 2019 to get the complete five-part serial from Parts Unknown out there just the way I want it. That takes up a lot of time, and to meet someone who has 40, 40 works to their credit, that is something that I just knew, okay, I, I need to talk with this person, I need to introduce them to my world, and I definitely need to see how they're able to do this. And it just so happens that not only have I found someone who is amazingly productive, but is also just an amazing person on you know, like in total uh, this person is a military veteran she has um, she has been like the she is basically like known as like the life of the party um, which is which is a great thing that uh, that we are in kind of a noisy background you know like a noisy open area right now because it just kind of lends itself to the atmosphere and it lends itself to my guests uh, she is a uh, a pencon regular and just a, a great person to chat with and a lot of per and a lot of fun to hang out with and we're gonna be hanging out with her today so may I introduce April Wood April how are you today I'm pretty good George how are you I'm doing great thank you so much for being here now um, so you are here at Pencom as the as probably the, uh, the one who has been here the longest out of all the different people that I've interviewed so far tell us how your experiences has been um, PenCon has been like um, a variety of different experiences for me. The first year was very slow. The second year picked up a little bit. This year has been crazy. I mean, I've had lots of people at my 
table. I've been signing lots of autographs. I've been selling lots of books. It's been amazing this year. So this year it's been like the culmination, you know, the, the grand effect that you want. Yeah. I'm getting that this year. So I'm kind of stoked about this year and I'm really hopeful for next year. Oh yeah. It's, it's almost kind of like how, you know, like you have Dr. No from the James Bond series, how it starts off and it does well from Russia with Love does better, but then there's Goldfinger, which is like the iconic one, which is the one where everything becomes a phenomenon. So that's kind of like where we are here. You know, like this is the third, the third pass at, you know, this, at this, you know, convention. Right. And it's just been, I know it's been like the third one for me. Is it the... It's the third one It's the third one for you as well. Okay. Awesome. I don't know why I thought that, you know, like, I think it's just the way that, uh, that you have become like this life of the party. So, you know, like, Somebody who like attracts you know like this you know this amazing amount of attention, and it's uh, and it's also makes you you know somebody that you want to hang out with, and Aww. so that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. That is why we are here. But we're also here because you are productive as hell. Yeah. So let's you know like so forty so, so five books this year. Five books this year since January. And what's the word count on those? The word count goes between twenty five and seventy five. So it just depends on where I'm at with what I'm writing but that's still like I mean know, that's I don't write the little tiny ones but I do write novellas yeah you know from time to time especially if I'm doing like young adult I'll do a novella because I think they get into it better now is this like a uh, running series that you have or is it a uh, bunch of different series yeah so I have probably five series right now yeah um, and probably six in my head because I have lots of characters going on upstairs. So. I'm right there with you. I know exactly <laughs> what's going on there. I mean, granted, my produ- productivity is a lot lower, but at the same time, I got, you know, like, you know, quite a bit going on in my head as well. So hopefully I'll be able to get some, you know, same amount of works out there as well. So that's a great number to strive for. I'm obviously not going to hit that next year, but, you know, like I said, great, you know, like that's that's something to, to kind of look at. It's just like, that's a kind of productivity I want. Yeah. So, before we go into the beginning and everything, tell us about the latest one that you have, that you're pushing here. Um, my most recent book is called um, Fireborn, Ari Story. Yeah. And it's about a girl who is born to a grand witch who um, doesn't really know her heritage, but she can start fires. Oh, nice. And she discovers kind of halfway through that her father is the king of all demons. Oh, wow. So that's why she can start fires, and, and it's there's no romance in it, there's no sex in it, there's a lot of action. Action, you know, I wouldn't say violence, but a lot of action. Yeah. Um, and and she's a cool character that I want to get behind. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, go Ari, kick his butt, you know, because <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. So, yeah. You know, this is going to be a series. Nice. You know, uh, there's another girl in the book. Her name is Lacey, so she's going to get her own book. Oh, cool. So there'll be kind of like that. You know, everybody that I discover in there that's worthy of having their own book is going to get their own book. Excellent. Excellent. So what I like to do in every episode is I like to bring up what I call the lightning bolt moment. So everyone has that moment where they make that decision of, you know, like, this is what I want to do. This is what who I want to be. And they make that turn toward, you know, like going on that path. So... What was it that made you want to get on that path to become a writer? <laughs> um, I lost my leg. I mean, that's just the, the, the end of it is I'm, I'm sitting around all the time. I have nothing to do. I've been writing since I was like nine. 
Yeah. I am published as far as poetry before that, but mm -hmm. never a book. And I always wanted to do a book. And when I lost my leg, I'm like, I'm not going to get a better opportunity yeah. to just sit here and type than right now. So I did. And my first book got picked up by a publisher and it went from there. And I've just been, I've been nonstop since then. She actually called me prolific. I love the word. Yeah. Because I got seven books out to them within a year and a half. Seven within seven a year and a half. Like fifty thousand words or more wow. books. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's amazing. There that would be amazing. why she said prolific. Yes. <laughs> so um so before that though, you were you were in the military, correct? Yes. I was in the army and I wasn't only in there long enough to injure myself. Yeah. And then I got out and then they tried to fix it, they tried to fix it, couldn't fix it. Finally, we just gave in and said, cut it off. Wow. And so we cut it off, and I've been happier ever since. Yeah? Really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it like really a screen nice. kind of thing? Like a... Yeah. Really? I can walk. I mean, yeah. I use a chair. Obviously, you guys have all seen me in a chair here, but yeah. um, I can walk, and I couldn't before at all. Really? So it's a big difference for me. Just wow. a little bit of walking is, like, amazing. Yeah. You know, you don't know what that's like until you lose it. Wow, that's it's amazing. Like so, yeah. So, um, were you able to use any of the experience you had in the army as fodder for your writing? Not well. Some of the people I met, yeah. Because I mean, if you've ever been around military people, we're all very special. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I've used bits and pieces of personalities from people that I've known over the years. Yeah. But I don't use the whole military experience. I've been asked several times, please write a book about your life because your life seems amazing. Yeah. I'm like, from the outside, yeah, it seems amazing. From the inside, it doesn't seem amazing. So yeah. I don't want to write it. You know, I don't want to write that story. I understand. You know, I understand. But, so I don't really use a whole lot of that. Yeah. Just bits and pieces. Okay. So tell us about that. You know, like, um, so having gotten seven within a year and a half like that's pretty amazing so do you remember what it was like actually like sitting down and getting that first one done what was yeah. that like it was um it was it was a lot of fun actually i had a friend her name was kendra um i would send her pages and then she would read through and she'd be like oh no try this try this try this right and she'd send me back her notes and, and i would make the correction so on my very very first print of that book I have her name as a as an author on it as well because she literally was helping me out that much. Yeah. So for that book, it was a whole lot of collaboration, and I love collaboration. I love working with other authors. I like to write books with other authors, but oh really? I don't get to do it as often as I want. Oh, gotcha. So you know, um, so with that, you know, like and everything, what uh, what was the experience working with the publisher? Um, my publisher was great. I wish they were still in business. Um, they're not in business anymore, so I had to pull back everything and self-pub. Oh, wow. Because they just they just went out of business. The owner had cancer, and uh, yeah, it went downhill very quickly. But they were wonderful to work with. They had me editing books, too, you know, so... Oh, that's great. I was doing a lot for them, and I really loved working with them. Yeah. The two publishers that I've tried to use since then, not so much. Oh, okay. Not so much. Sort of like a writer beware kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, do your kind research. of situation. Yeah, do your research. Yeah. Yeah, check online. Look at the reviews. If there's reviews on there that say these people were hard to work with, believe it. Yeah. Because it's true. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I 
I believe it. Yeah. You know, have, having uh, I mean, I can I consider myself lucky because you know like the publishers that I worked with so far have been very good. You know, like especially you know like the first one who gave me a shot. You know, it was great working with her. She wound up, you know, like she wound up going out of business, but she was very gracious with, you know, relinquishing the rights right away. And, you know, so I, you know, did, there was no time period or anything that I had to wait out or you know, anything like that. It was just like, hey, you know, this other, this other publisher is looking in my direction. They're like, here, go for it. So very that's supportive. Awesome. You, know. you don't get that very often. No, you don't. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. A lot of people just kind of like hold on to rights and everything just because they can. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know. Because they can. Yeah. They'll just so, do it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, good. So when, that, uh, so when that first one comes out, how did you like, how did you span the, re- the releases of all of this? You know, like you had like so many of them. <laughs> did you did you drop a whole bunch at once? Did you like space it out a little bit? Like um, they were spaced out about every two months. Okay. You know, so so that you know this one could get going, and then the next one drops, and then this one could get going, and then the next one drops. It was spaced out pretty nicely. Yeah. Nowadays, I just publish them when I'm done. I don't care about any. I'm just like, all right. So no good. like pre-order or anything like that. Nope. No like uh, you know cover reveal or nope. stuff like that. It's nope. Just, I don't play boom. games with people. I'm when I'm done with the book, I put it up and I say, here it is, enjoy. Wow. It's like giving birth. I mean, there well, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I I mean I it kind of seems a little arrogant, but I just don't I'm too old to care. I don't yeah. I wanna write the books because I love reading them. Right. And I love the story and I want other people to love them too, but I don't really care so much about whether I have a publisher or a literary agent or any of that stuff. I really just want to get my books out there yeah. so that more and more people can read them. Like this thing that we got here for the Smashwords. Yes. Some people only put one book on there. Some people only put two. I put all four yeah. of mine on there because I want people to just read them. Right. And be like, wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's how I am with it. I, I don't know if it's arrogance. I don't know if it's something else. I just want people to be able to read my books and not have to go through the crap. Right. Right. So the um, so what's your what would you consider like your process, you know, to be? Like um, do you have your own team, you know, like as an author and everything because it's No? Me myself and I. Wow. Yeah. So you're so you're a one person operation, mm-hmm. your own editor? I do have an editor. She's here. Shelly Small is my okay. editor. Okay. So I do So you do have a so you do have yes. somewhat of a team. You know, I do have Shelly. I could not edit my own work because you gestalt everything, so yeah. you fill in the holes. I, I do that. I'm bad about that. I'm really bad about putting in words that aren't there and yeah. Right. But I do have an editor, but I do all my own covers. Yeah. I do all my own formatting. You know. So I yeah. do it all. Because I don't I don't I don't trust other people, I guess. Yeah. So then you ha- so um so you have that, so you have an editor. Yeah. What about a cover designer? Just me. Really? Mm-hmm. So do you have like a back, you know, a background in that as well, or is it something that you picked up and? No, I have a graphic artist background. Okay, great. Yeah. So you know, so you know, like, so thankfully you know what works. Yeah. And you're not just like, you know, putting out images and. Yeah, they, no, you know, they, I, I'm I'm good with the covers. Um, I'm telling you, Shelly's my editor, but I uh, did her most recent cover as well. Oh, excellent. So the cover that's on her table here is one I designed myself. Oh, that's great. So. 
Now, yeah. is there kind of like a, you know, like a, almost like a sweat equity, like between the two of oh, you? Yes. Like, so oh, yeah. it's yeah. so it's like you edit mine, I'll do your cover. Exactly. That's great. Exactly. That's a great setup, and yes. that's something that you know, like you definitely want to hold on to. Yeah. When yeah. something like that happens, because yeah. you know, with with uh, the way this is, you know, when you're buying like all your copies and everything for conventions like this, you can suck up a whole lot of money. Yeah. You know, and yeah. So. You can. And I have a friend who. Uh, did used to do my covers for me and she was really good at the covers now she would either give me do the cover for me or give me the cover art right and i would do the cover um now she is so expensive i can't afford her really she's four hundred dollars for a wrap wow yes but she can charge that because her work is brilliant i mean it's just breathtakingly beautiful and um, I feel kind of good about it because I kind of got her started. You know, yeah. I got her in the door for that, and and now I she's able to about it. now yeah. she's able to charge you know great amounts. Four hundred dollars. And and you know I I take oh very nice, nice. I mean I know your podcast people can't see that, but that's yeah. the latest cover. That, that is a very cool yeah, it's a very cool looking cover, and yeah, it's 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 something that I I would say would be very striking on say like an Amazon page. Yeah. So, and I'm not as high up like in sales as I would like to be, given that I have so many yeah. books. But I don't really. I mean, I'd like to be higher, but I don't really care. Yeah. So I don't look at it like every day. I'm not going to check it out. I'm like, oh, I'm all, I'm at one million five hundred and six. I don't care right. because I love it. The reviews that I do get are beautiful reviews. So I just don't. I don't get caught yeah. up in the whole. Let's be a USA Today best-selling author. Right now, great. You know, like, you know that. You know that's something. When when that happens, you know, God bless you. <laughs> yes. Take it, and run with it. Exactly. You know, like I, you know, I, um, I was very happy when I got you know like enough sales for mine to get you know like to get en- to be listed as an international bestseller. Right. You know, kudos. You know, like I'm, yeah. I'm was glad to take that, and yeah. I'm running with that's that. That's brilliant. You know? That's brilliant. Yeah. That really right. is. And you know, like, but at the same time, though, you know, like, I have from Parts Unknown this scrappy little, you know, you know, little project that you know the people were suggesting that I just self-publish because it's too much of a niche market. But you know, like, I wanted to get it out there. You know, that was kind of like the way it was. It's just like I had this story in me. I needed to get it out. And I'm sure that like you're feeling the same way. Yes. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Yeah, you know, like all the time. forty times over. You know, like yeah. with that. Like, I have seven whips right now. Really? Yeah, and they're all in different stages of being, but the, I have seven whips, and I really don't understand how I keep them straight myself, because I don't take notes, I don't keep notes, I don't do any of that stuff, I'm just writing all the time. Yeah. So how I don't get, you know, a name from this book messed up with a name from this book, I yeah. don't know, but I have seven whips right now that I just, I want to get them done, because... I like the story. I yeah. like the characters. You know, I want you to like the characters. Right. So what? So the, the thing that you know that that, uh, that I'm you know so fascinated by, obviously, is the number of works you put out. So um, so what I am curious to know is because I always tend to get like there are times when I get a little bogged down with the details sometimes, or you know like maybe my stories are taking too many twists and turns. Yeah. Um, because I'm very impatient when it comes to my writing and when it comes to my reading. I just want to get the hell on with the story. Right. Is that kind of the way you are with it? You yep. just want to get on with the story? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I like um, I like twists and turns. Yeah. But I don't 
I don't I don't have really a formula, but I don't like to do too many. I don't want to turn you so many times that you're like, where the heck is she going? Right. I don't understand, you know. I do want you to be a little confused, and I do want you to have to think about it. Yeah. But not so much that you're like, ugh. Because I've read lots of books like that. That One of my favorite authors is Stephanie Myers. Yes. And her book, The Host, is like that. You yeah. Know, it has a lot of information that you're just like, ah, this is too much. You're yeah. overwhelming me with the information. So I try to limit that. You yeah. know, I try to go with, okay, this is succinctly where we're headed, but we're going to turn right there, and you yeah. didn't expect that. That's kind of what I do. So with your series, then, do you have, um, are there cliffhangers, you know, between each one, or is it like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the cliffhanger, especially if you're going to do more than a three-book series. I think you have to have it. Now, I do have one four-book series that was totally accidental. Yeah. It was a three-book series. I killed off a main character in the last book. Oh. I had a lot of, why'd you kill my literary boyfriend comments. Oh. Okay. So, because of the nature of that he was the creator of all vampires, I could bring him back. Oh, there you go. So there we have go. a book four because I brought him back. Well, that's cool. And that's that's a great way to kind of like, you know, keep the audience right. involved. Because like you said, you know, like you have this character that had become so beloved. Did you believe that that was going to be the case with him? Or is it just like... No, that surprised me. I mean, I wrote him as like a really sexy, vibrant character. Yeah. But I did not think that so many people were going to be like, that's my literary boyfriend. Right. You know, I want to be with him. Because he's a freaking creator of all vampires. He's kind of a bad guy. Yeah. You know? So I was, I was like... If but I readers like bad guys. guys. Yeah. You know, there is that. You know? So I had to bring him back, and I had to be redemptive about bringing him back. So now he's not all bad. He's mostly good. So... You know, it just—I'm very loyal to my readers. If they say something to me, I'm all like, "Okay, yeah. if I can manage it, I'm gonna do it. If it makes sense, I'll do it." That made sense. Yeah, it worked out okay. Now, these readers—did you have you ever met them, or they're like they're just suddenly, you know, they just suddenly started reading you, and they just like kind of latched onto you? Yeah, they just latched onto me. And yeah, like I have a page on Goodreads, and I get a lot of hits from that. Oh, good. And. Um, you have like a Facebook group or a Facebook page or anything? I, for it? I have a Facebook page and I get some comments on that, but mostly if they can, my comments come from Goodreads. Really? I don't really know why, but they do. Okay. So, I don't, so you know your audience, so yeah. that's good. You know, yeah. you go and you go where the, where it is. Yes, I try. Is, to, yeah. <laughs> but that's a great thing, though. You know, that's you know, so you know, like, were you? Um, so is it just like kind of like a constant thing to just keep in you know keep in touch with them and that almost like. Yeah. It, Dropping in every now and then, or do you kind of like, do you stay at a distance? I kind of stay at a distance, but I have like, like I, I have a quarterly newsletter. Yeah. So I, you know, I drop my life in on them every once in a while, and then I wait to hear back. And sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. You yeah. Know, sometimes people are just like, oh, that's what's going on with April this month. Who cares? Right. You know, because a lot of times for me, I live on a farm. Oh. I have 45 chickens. Wow. Six dogs. Huh. Three cats, a husband, and a son. So I'm a busy girl. The partridge in a pear tree. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so usually my newsletters kind of incorporate, okay, this is what my great Dane Aoife did today. Right. So, 
sometimes I know they're not going to have anything to say, but if I'm putting stuff on, they're like, okay, I've started this new book, do you want to be a beta reader, or do you want an arc, or, you know, then yeah. I'll get messages back. Awesome, awesome. Now, do you have, do you have any, um, any, um, any good lessons or something that you can impart to other authors that want to, like, get that kind of productivity? Hmm, that's a good one. Have your leg cut off? No. Um, no. <laughs> barring that. You know, Bar just, barring yeah. that. Yeah. No, I mean, just write the story when it wants to be written. I mean, the, if it's in your head, <laughs> if it's in your head and it's just circling all the time, write the thing. Yeah. You know, don't wait, don't put it off, don't say, well, I can get to that tomorrow, because really, there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Get to it today. And I'm pretty disciplined about, I write a minimum of 5,000 words every time I write. Really? Yes. And I'm very disciplined about that. I don't write every day, yeah. but when I do write, I have to write 5,000 words. It's just a thing that I do. Yeah. So that also helps, because, you know, a 50,000-page book... 5,000, you know, it's not going to take pretty, that yeah. long. That's not going to take very long. Yeah, right. that's that's amazing. That's, you know, that's some well, terrific productivity there. So, yeah. I do this at 100 words per minute. Yeah. So, it's very fast for me. Right. But there's where the holes come because yeah. you're typing so fast and your brain and your fingers aren't on the same wavelength. So, so, with that, like, how long does it take usually from, you know, getting that first draft to completion? Is it, does it vary? Just like... It varies, yes. Yeah. Um, Let's see, Ari's story took two weeks. Start to edit to print was a month. So start wow. to edit was two weeks. So it was a month total yeah. for that one. But that's a novella like, so it's only 30,000 words. But yeah. I have another one that was 75,000 words, and that took me three months total from first word to published. That's amazing. So I can get them out. Yeah. I mean, I can move them if I need to. I try to take my time, but that's hard for me. I mean, I'm sure it's hard for you too, but it's hard for me to slow down and say, take your time. I actually want to speed up, you know, with mine. You know, like, like I said, I'm very impatient. I just want to get the hell on with everything. And a big part of that is just like, just get the story down. You know, just get it down and then move on because like, you know, no one's going to see that first draft. No. You know, so, so, but you have to like rewrite from something. Right. So yeah. So that's 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 kind of where I'm I'm at right now with my third Excelsior book. Yeah. So you know, like yeah, I'm kind of stuck in that area, and I'm looking forward to kind of basically applying what you're what you're saying. Yeah. You know, just like just. Give, uh, you know what Stephen King always says it too, and I from Maine, so of course I know who Stephen King oh, is. Yeah. I know where he lives. All that. Yeah. He makes himself sit down and write a minimum amount of words every day yeah and from those words is usually where he finds his next book yeah if you want to be really disciplined that's what you have to do you have to just write the words down yeah. it doesn't matter if like inspiration hasn't come to you or anything yeah. it's just like this is my writing time yeah. I'm going to be upstairs for a little while there you go I mean if five thousand words is something that's not attainable for you, make it easier. Make it fifteen hundred words, you know? Yeah. Just do what you can attain and make sure you do it. Yeah. And then go back and be like, Oh, there's a great idea in that. Yeah. Or I just wrote three chapters, you know? That's right. what happens when you actually sit down and just do like it. just don't you know, like don't think about it, don't obsess with it, just right. you know, just 
sit down and do it because exactly. as long as it's stuck in your head, it's never going to get out there for the world. Right. No yeah. one's ever going to know those great ideas because yeah. they're in your head stuck. My hero. So, <laughs> and where can uh, where can where can uh, we find you on social media? Oh, I'm all over it. Yeah, I'm all over it. I have Twitter. I have Instagram. I have Facebook. I have Goodreads. I have my own webpage, which is AprilwoodAuthor.com. Yep. It's an easy one to find. I'm on Amazon. Excellent. I mean, I literally, I'm all over it. Yeah. And so, folks, it is not unattainable to get this kind of productivity. Just you gotta just sit down. You gotta you gotta just you know force yourself to get these words out on the page. So by all means, I hope that all of you are are doing that as well. Just go ahead and sit down. Give yourself like at least fifteen hundred words. Fifteen hundred is a great number. It is. Try to you know like fifteen hundred, two thousand, whatever it is, but get it done. Get it out there. Yep. And I am speaking to all of you just as much as I'm speaking to myself. <laughs> you know, just you know, get that writing time. Guard it and hold on to it and then just finally you can get yourself out there so april i thank you so much for taking the time to be a part of the show i hope all of you have enjoyed this conversation as much as i have please share this this uh this show as much as you can you can find it if you haven't uh if you haven't heard seen any more of the podcast you can see it at uh excelsior excel i'm sorry excelsior journeys at podbean.com So thank you, April, for being here. And for April Wood, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. I'll see you next week.